Hello, Restoration Church. I'm Pastor Mark. And I'm Pastor Ken. And we are so glad you are joining us as we continue the conversation. So you might be wondering, why a podcast? I know I've mentioned before when I have been able to speak on, on Sunday mornings, if I had my wish, we would immediately after the sermon or the message just kind of gather together around some tables together as the community of faith and sort of just talk about what was just shared during the message or the sermon. Uh, what was difficult to hear? What didn't we understand? Um, just sort of continue the, 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 the conversation. Um, what does this look like lived out in my world? Uh, things like that. Um, and so this podcast, we hope, is a way for us just to continue the conversation, specifically following the message of Sermon on, on Sunday right. mornings. I mentioned Sunday that uh, I love it when people come up to me after a service and say, you know, I was, when you were saying this, I was thinking this. And here's a story to kind of kind of back up what you were saying there or, or maybe a question. How, how does this work in my life? How does this play out? And I love those conversations. It feels like we have less of those conversations in these days because of the pandemic. And we've we've tried to different things, you know, to to have some conversations. But, you know, Zoom can only do so much. And uh, and so we're, we're just trying uh, something uh, as a way maybe to to bring us around the table again to continue the, the conversation, as it were. So this podcast is obviously something new. We're trying. We think it's an opportunity maybe <laughs> to engage. We're not sure how this is going to, to work, um, but we're just going to try. So, so here we go. This past Sunday, uh, we asked uh, you to respond to the message with questions or, or thoughts that were stirred up after hearing from Pastor Ken. Uh, if you haven't listened to the message, you can actually go back to the previous episode uh, on this podcast, or there's a link to the video uh, for the message in the description for this podcast. Yeah, thanks to everyone who did respond. Uh, and we're hoping during this time, we'll just engage some of those thoughts in, in the next minutes that we have together. So this past Sunday, you jumped, uh, we jumped into a new series called Your Neighborhood. Uh, the little bumper video you used before the start of the sermon had the theme song from Mr. Mr. Rogers. Rogers. Yeah. yeah, Mr. Yeah. Rogers' Neighborhood. It probably does bring back some memories for me. You know, there's a, there's a great bit of nostalgia. You know, when I sure. hear that theme song, I you know, I'm taken back to my childhood. Uh, many people may not know that Mr. Rogers, Fred Rogers, was actually an ordained minister. And, uh, and his show... Certainly, there's been a revival with Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood and all of that, but his show is just a bright spot then. When we think of Mr. Rogers, it still just kind of brings some something of a bright spot to us uh, because of, of the way that he lived his life. Yeah, you mentioned uh, one of your points on Sunday was a good neighbor brightens the neighborhood. Uh, actually, one of the comments we got was from Ruth Ann, and if you know Ruth Ann, she loves to sing, right? <laughs> she said the sermon made her think of a song, uh, the song titled Brighten the Corner Where You Are. Have you heard that song? I don't, I don't think so. I, of course, I've been in the church all my life. I've heard a lot of songs. I don't remember that one. Maybe if she started singing it, 
um, if, if maybe I, it would be nice if you were here. We could just all hear what that song is. Yeah, maybe next time that uh, we're <laughs> together with Ruth Ann, uh, she can sing us that song. Uh, I don't. I'm not familiar. I don't think with that song either. Uh, but one of the things that that helps us brighten our neighborhood is thinking about bringing heaven to earth. So part of the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples in the Gospel of Matthew, he says, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And you ask this question, do we understand what heaven on earth looks like? Right. Yeah. When I when I consider that, kind of came out on Sunday, but a lot of times we, we try to build our heaven on earth. You know, we, we have this concept and I, and I know where it comes from. You know, we, we have a description of the new Jerusalem, uh, you know, and I think we have this, this idea that heaven is this place where the streets are gold and, and, you know, the pearl gates and everything is made out of stones that we've never heard of, except we know about them because of that passage in the Bible that talks about the New Jerusalem and, and, and that city. And I think we feel like uh, oftentimes that that we try to create heaven on earth uh, in those ways. If if things are going well for me, if things are, are turning out just like I want, you know, and we even use that phrase, it's heaven on earth for us. But what we see in that passage in John 1 that we were where we were on Sunday is that Jesus moved into our neighborhood. He seriously brought heaven to earth. And when he came, it was nothing about bringing streets of gold. Right. <laughs> it was, it was nothing about gates of pearl. We made the point, uh, and this has just really continued to just really uh, move in my soul uh, since I was studying it last week this whole idea that uh, Jesus, God's son, who the scriptures say lives in a unapproachable light, moved into our neighborhood. When we couldn't approach him, he approached us. And that whole idea that he didn't, when he came, he didn't, he didn't move into the nicest mansion on earth. But he came to a neighborhood called Nazareth where it was said nothing good could come from there. Not only that, but feeding trough was his first bed. You know, those, those kinds of things. That's heaven on earth. The heaven on earth that we desire or we should be desiring as, as Christ followers has nothing to do with status and stuff. That was really the point that uh, that I really tried to drive home that that I think God was driving home in me it doesn't have to do with status and stuff and I think we get caught up there uh, in 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 our own image you know trying to to make an image for ourselves rather than saying God what is your image the the original image you know that you want us to be image bearers to the world um how can we bear Christ's presence, God's presence to our world around us? And I really think that that's what it means to be a good neighbor. We follow Jesus who moved into our neighborhood. We can move into other neighborhoods in the same way. That's such a great thought. I love that idea that, you know, you talked about light and darkness. And whenever 
you know, you talked about Christmas lights. Right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Whenever it gets dark at night, the lights aren't dimmed. They're, they're even, even brighter. And the idea that uh, when we think about our neighborhoods and the light of Christ shining through us uh, as the spirit dwells within us and, and we move around about our day, his light should shine shine through us. And I think about, uh, there was an, uh, um, an illustration that a pastor, a Nazarene pastor in Idaho, Scott Daniels used once, and, and uh, I probably will never forget it, but he was talking about um, Baskin Robbins. Familiar with Baskin Robbins? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, 31, 31 flavors. flavors. Uh, if you're an ice cream lover, I mean, Baskin Robbins is it, right? <laughs> I mean, it's like a buffet. Of... But but all the options. I mean, how do you choose? I know, <laughs> right? I know. But uh, they, I know we don't have Baskin Robbins here in Bedford. Uh, but uh, when, I, when, I, when I grew up in Georgia, it, it was huge. And loved going there. Uh, when you would go in there, uh, if you wanted to sample, you know, uh, some of the ice cream, they would, they, they had these small tiny pink spoons and they would get mm-hmm. just a little right tiny mm-hmm. uh, dollop of ice cream on, on those uh, spoons and and you get to sample whatever you wanted to sample and uh again if you loved ice cream this was this was heaven for you <laughs> no pun intended but uh, uh and and scott pastor scott he talked about this idea that maybe when we live our lives in such a way that we allow Jesus's light to shine through us as we move about our days in our neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. Perhaps we are giving people a taste of the kingdom that we're a part of, uh, a taste right. of the great neighbor whose example we follow, uh, what it looks like um, to live following his example um, and do what Christ did and, and say what Christ would say and, and see and and love and act and and talk as Christ would do those things. Right, right. And I think that's exactly it. Um, and we have to acknowledge that that's not always easy. Right. You know, that doesn't come naturally, perhaps, uh, for us. <laughs> I wish it did. But that's that's what God is doing in us. That's that's why He has sent Jesus. That's why He fills us with His Holy Spirit. So that he can restore us, so that we can be those image bearers to mm-hmm. the world that we were intended to be. Um, you know, we we got a couple responses um, with similar messages here. One person said, "Where do I fit in? I love helping others, but I'm afraid to put myself out there." Yeah, another person uh, responded with th- this thought. Um, said, I can relate to being poor because I've been there pretty much my whole life. I've always struggled to reach out to others with my words, and uh, now I'm limited um, to be able to do so with my actions. What can I do for the neighborhoods of God's children? Um, So how do you respond to, to, to those who are, they have a desire to reach their neighborhood with the light of Christ, to follow his example, um, but man, they're just not sure what that looks like. Maybe right. That is a great, great question too. And I have, I have processed that uh, as well. Uh, you know, some people just may feel like, well, I think a lot of us, I think a lot of us, first of all, um, just feel inadequate. Sure. We we feel like, well, I, I can't be 
this and whatever this is, I think we kind of attach to maybe a person that we see. I'm not Billy Graham, you know, or, or something like I'm not Mother Teresa. I'm not this. I'm not I'm not this person or that person. And so I think oftentimes we attach uh, maybe who we're supposed to be looking at someone else. Um, I, there's maybe some value in that, but I, I think that we can, we can get sidetracked. Uh, rather, maybe a better question is to say, God, what are you doing in me? And how do I respond to that? Because our world is lived with other people. Even if you uh, are, are homebound, um, you, you cannot survive without interactions with people at some level anyway. And, and so I, th I think our response to just say, God, what are you doing in me? What do you want me to do today? Uh, it's more than likely going to come out in regard to not just what we do in our homes by ourselves, but we live in this, in this, um, in this world with other people. And so it comes out. Yeah, I love that thought of we are daily becoming more and more like Christ. We are um, becoming, and this idea of being a good neighbor maybe could actually become who we are. Mm -hmm. As opposed to perhaps, you know, on your calendar scheduling at 1030, be a good neighbor, you know, mm -hmm. and trying to find a task to maybe check off of, of a list. Um, maybe it's when we wake up humbly praying, asking God, God, fill me, um, use me today in, in whatever way. Um, so that when we're with our families, when we when we go to school or enter the workplace, um, when we, you know, um, go to the grocery store or uh, run into somebody that that we didn't anticipate um, it just becomes a part of who we are naturally, right? Overflowing mm -hmm. of, of the work that God is doing within us. Um, and so, sure, there are projects and uh, tasks that uh, we can all uh, put on, on a list of things to do. We, we feel stirred by the Spirit, you know, text that person, call that person. Um, shovel this driveway right. when it's needed. Those, those certain, certainly there are opportunities out there that are certainly neighborly activities, right? Um, but more than that, as we, um, as we see ourselves and our lives becoming more and more um, like the image that we were created in, and not so wrapped up in, in our own. Of self-image, for lack of a better word, that you talked mm -hmm. about on Sunday morning, the status and the stuff and, and a reputation and all of those things. Um, we have to be aware there might be conversations and, and things and, and words that, that God asks us to step into that, that may be difficult. But the beauty of it is, is as the Spirit fills us, those conversations, those tasks, those those things that, that the spirit and God leads us towards, he's going to provide right. the, 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 the means, the wisdom, the, mm -hmm. the, the time, the, whatever it is that, that is needed. If God's calling you to mm -hmm. it um, and we're just naturally, uh, as Paul tells us, being in step with the spirit, mm -hmm. um, I think it's just, 
it's who we become it's mm -hmm. and it becomes who we who we are mm -hmm. that's key just to be responsive to what god is saying to us and when we are responsive we have to know I mean, if we really believe that that he fills us then we have to believe that he empowers us to do what he's asked us to do so even if we think well i don't have the words to say well, yeah, maybe you do if the Holy Spirit is asking you, text this person right now. Mm -hmm. They need some encouragement right now. And how many of us know? I mean, really, it doesn't take a whole lot for, for us to be encouraged. I'm thinking of you right now. Send. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. That's it. Yeah. And, and that can just, that's neighbor. That's what it means to be a good neighbor. And this idea of of bearing his image to others we, we can't be something we're not to others but as he is doing something in us that's what we are able to offer to our world we we got a response back and and i read it and it was just so powerful so simple yet so powerful and it was it was such a practical application um, for where we were at on Sunday. And uh, so I want to read that response. And I hope that it encourages you as much as it did me. And I know, I know Ken uh, as well. Um, the response said this, um, I'm going to go to my old friend's house and visit her. She's struggling with alcoholism. It's been begging me to visit her, but I haven't because I didn't want to put myself in a position to be around it. We cannot be afraid to go reach out in places that others don't want to. A single mom of three who struggles needs to hear from me. Right, right. Isn't that wow. beautiful? Yes. That's it. It's totally it. That's totally it. Totally it. Yeah. And, you know, what I tried, where I tried to take us this last Sunday, and I'll just say it again. You know, imagine, just try to imagine what could God do through you? What does he want to do? How, what is he already doing through you? Maybe he, you need to have your eyes opened, you know, to what God is already doing. But just continue in that. And there are small things can make, make a world of difference. Um, and I think that is, that's the power of the story of the incarnation <laughs> yeah. of, of God in the flesh that has come to move into our neighborhood. Such a in such a, a, a way that I mean there was no airs about it mm. you know we don't we don't have to we don't have to feel like oh I got to have all of this right before I make this happen I, I've got to I've got to present myself in this way no no you just just be Jesus to people it's good so we invite you to consider the question again what neighborhood is God calling you to? Thanks again for listening in. We would love for you to follow or subscribe if you haven't already so you can catch the next episode. We look forward to continuing the conversation with you.